Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality, and I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited. It is our first reality star. She is a bona fide celebrity, Lisa Rinna. She went from actress to big time reality star a few years ago when she joined the cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on Bravo. It wasn't actually her first foray into reality, but she's definitely made quite the splash. She's feuded with everyone from Kim Richards to Yolanda Foster to Lisa Vanderpump. She's never afraid to take on anyone or anything, and that's what makes her so much fun to watch and to talk to. She's gorgeous in person. I can vouch for that. She's very funny, very smart and inspiring. So I'm really glad I had a chance to sit down and talk with her the same week as the premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh my God, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this is a big day on the podcast, Lisa. Is it? Yes. Oh, because cool. you're here. So I, everyone I've done up until this point has been on um, our side, right? So like behind the camera. Right. So Really? I had Amy Phillips. Do you know Amy who does Reality Check? Yeah, I'm doing her show. Oh, you Tomorrow. are? Tomorrow. Get out. That's so great. Tomorrow morning I go do her show. I love her. She does the funniest impression. You Own know, it. You she know what? <laughs> I sent her that wig. Because she had She a, said she told me. Yeah, she had a Lisa Renner wig I and it wasn't it. really quite right. So my hairdresser said, I have the perfect wig to get her. And I said, let's send it to her. And so we did. Oh my God, she is the best. We had I was laughing so hard when she was here. I don't it's just me laughing. The whole I time. I think she's a genius. She's and a genius. she really nails us, which she, is so funny. And she's a really good person, I have to say, as a human being. Is she? She's one of the night you will love her. Oh good. She's just a sweetheart. I'm sure I will. Yeah, she's from the Midwest. If you're from the Midwest. And the Pacific Northwest. Same. You're just kind of good thing. peeps. You're good peeps. Where's Harry from? Where did he go? Pasadena. <laughs> By the way, can I get a Tesla from my husband? Well, probably if you want one. I don't know. You. I mean, you know, when you're married to Harry, when you're married, God, I can't even speak. I've been up since five. Um, when you're married to Harry Hamlin and he first got me a Tesla for my 50th birthday, but he kept driving it and I don't like to share cars. I'm no, just going to put I'm the it same out way. There. The same way. My car is my car. My car. It's like my bathroom. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want to share my car. <laughs> so I finally said, you know what, honey? The new Tesla's come out. I want it because I love you, but I don't want you driving my car. Yeah, get he your goes, own car. Goes, yeah, it's so selfish. <laughs> I go, no, it's not. Everybody has their own car. I, I've worked hard to have my own car. I don't want to share it with you. So he bought me a new car to shut me up, really. I love it. But you seem genuinely surprised. I really was surprised. I mean, yeah. he surprised me with it. It was really cute. Oh, so cute. He seems like a dreamboat, I he have is. to say. And I mean, he, he is. So I'm going to just jump right to it with you guys. Like, what is the secret to that Hollywood marriage? Everyone wants to know. I don't know. There is no secret. I mean, I think respect is really important. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you could see respect. that. You could see that with you guys. It seems very chill. Now, is that real? It's real. What you see is very real. Yeah, I it mean. It seems like a nice marriage. It's chill. You know, we're. We're complete opposites, if you can tell. Yeah. I mean, that's we what works. just are. Maybe that helps. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm his third wife, so it's <laughs> yeah. taken him a little longer. Right. But, but a long wife. The longest wife. The longest. Oh, by yeah, far. By the far. longest. And yeah. any, did he have any kids before your girls? Um, he has a son, Dimitri, with okay. Ursula Andress, <sighs> who was not a wife. Right. Okay. But oh, right. Okay. Baby mama. Got it. That's okay. So and Dimitri must be grown, right? Thirty six. Oh yeah. Grown. Grown. Yeah. Grown. 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 Nice. So is Harry a grandpa yet? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. And your girls are so lovely. Oh <sighs> Thank my you. god. Is it so? I know the teenage girl theme because I have a nine year old, and like 
I'm dreading. I'm dreading it. Because I know teen- I know what I was like as a teenage girl. But they well, seem like nice girls. Like well, how they are. How drama filled is it? Hundred percent th- huge. I mean, time. just emotional roller coaster. Over the top drama. I mean, they are true like teenagers. They really are. Nobody escapes it. I don't care if you're. You can be a nice girl. You can be grounded. Right. You still have. You still have hormones raging right. in your body, right. and you can't help it. And it's fascinating. And it's so exhausting to raise two ne- two teenage girls is way more exhausting than. Anything. Right. And I was thinking, because you're a busy lady. Like, you have yeah. a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So, and that's obviously the most important thing is raising that. Like, how do you have the, I don't want to be cliche, like, how do you do it all? But, like, literally, how do you do it? I don't know how I do it all. <laughs> Waking I just, up at five. I just make sure I do it because I'm also the only one that really can do it and the only one that's really in charge, if we're really honest about it. I mean, please. You know, like, when I leave town, I, I leave lists. <laughs> yes. I I talk over, I tell you know, the same thing over and over and over. And they all look at me like, would you just say it once? Do you really have to say it four times? You do. And I'm like, I do. You do. Because guess what? If I don't, <laughs> and if I don't lay it out, yeah. it's not going to get done. No, you're the glue. It all shit hits the fan. If I'm you, the glue. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't care what they say, yeah. that they're all fine without me. Yeah. Without me, they would be scattered. <laughs> Completely. All over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It might take a few days, but it will all fall apart. Yeah. yeah. Sooner or like, later. You try to hold it together, but yeah, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. So, okay. I'm so excited. I have so much I want to talk to you about, but let's start with now. So I saw the premiere last night. And what did you think? I, I think, I mean, I'm a, such a huge fan, first of all, of you and of the show. Thank I'm like you. a diehard, you know. I, I don't watch all the franchises, but, but my top is Beverly Hills in New York and OC. Those are like my three that I okay. watch. I've always watched Beverly Hills because it's it's aspirational. It has that gloss that none of the other shows have. It's it's really the the crown in the in the it franchise is. if I can say it. it I is. think it is. It is. And our friends so the way that we got introduced was through Alex Baskin yes. from Evolution who, who I, I love. adore and he and Doug were on the, on the podcast and they're phenomenal and they so, they really are great. And yeah. it really starts at the top and they exactly. are true Menches, you know, mm-hmm. they really are. It's a great crew that we get to work with. I mean, really, everyone on that team is phenomenal. And that's, you know, kudos to Doug and Alex. I agree. So was it a hard decision for you to sign up? Because that was, a. I mean, you had done um, Harry Loves Lisa. Yes. So it wasn't your first foray into reality. Right. But and this... I'd done Dancing with the Stars and Celebrity Apprentice also. Right, right. So you were in the reality world, but this, you knew what you were signing up for. I mean, it was already well established. You knew all the crap that goes on. What were the discussions? Like, what was the whole journey to to decide whether to do it? Well, it was not easy, to be honest with yeah. you. Uh, but I also am a businesswoman, yeah. you know? Right. And it's right. like, okay, I'm 50. Yeah. Um, I have a family to raise. This, I believe you have to have real estate on television. Have to. Yeah. If you want to right. continue to be relevant, continue yeah. to have a business... On and on and on. I'm a big proponent in has to be somewhere. Yeah. And nowadays it can almost be anywhere, but it helps to be on a great network like Bravo and on a great franchise like Housewives. Right. It's a brand that's established. It's a brand that's established. So I knew that going in and I knew what I could use it for. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I knew what I was getting into, but you don't really ever realize it and know it until you get into it and actually do it. It's way harder than anyone says, and it's way harder than I ever thought. So when you say that, did that start right from filming, or did that start when you when you started seeing the episodes and how they were cut? Well, both. You know, it's two different processes. Right. You tape the show, you film the show, and then it airs. Right. Filming the show and the airing of the show is like 
two different animals. Yeah. So we've now filmed the show, and I've had that experience, and now I'm going to watch the show and have a totally different experience, and then I'm going to have to do a reunion <laughs> to top it off. It is, well, as Alex and, and Doug describe it, it's a mindfuck. <laughs> right. And, and it's in what way? Like, how would you put that into oh, words? Oh, God. Well, it's a mind fuck because things get twisted around and then people say that you said something that you didn't say or they insinuate something that isn't right. true. And do you remember of it? Like, that's always my thing okay. is like, how do you remember? I don't remember what I said two hours ago. All right. It's gotten harder. <laughs> right. Like, it was a little bit easier year one. This year, I have a hard time. Right. And it actually plays out on camera. <laughs> right. And it's really actually funny because I don't remember and it becomes part of the story story. I literally do not like I have long conversations with people I don't remember exactly what has been said right yeah so there's a scene that you'll see that people come in and say you said this 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 (laughs) and this like they number it I have no idea I've said it like none like none whatsoever and I it takes me a while. The whole thing is a really interesting process because we do say so much, and it could be four months ago. Right. I don't remember what I said yesterday. Yeah. That's where it's really, really challenging. Well, and also what happened last season was interesting because a lot of what happened was not on camera. Well, that— So the viewer yes, was mind was so far. So you guys are, like, sort of trying to— That's not going to happen this year. Right, because that was hard for us. I still don't really totally understand it as a viewer. You won't. <laughs> right. Ever. <laughs> right, exactly. Because the problem is— when you do something and you talk about something that happened off camera, you're completely fucked. Right. You can never show it. Right. It it's, doesn't exist. It's their word against yours. Right. And I learned it the hard way. Mm-hmm. And it was miserable. And it was a horrible. Because you feel like you're being um, gaslit? Gaslit. Right. Totally. I mean, there's a lot of gaslighting that goes on this show. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. this show is queen of gaslighting. Right. Um, and there's still a lot of that that goes on. But this was like. Other level. Other level gaslighting. Yeah. And there was nothing that could be done and nothing that would move move that arrow at all. So yeah. thank God that I learned that lesson this year and I only talk about what's on camera. And when you say you learn your lessons, like, do you feel like you're way more sub- self, more or less self-conscious um, this season than your— Wait, you've been on three seasons. Yeah. So, like, how have you evolved as a housewife? Well, I still try to just be my authentic self. Yeah, it I, comes across. I really don't try to censor myself, and I, I, I don't really have any fear. Um, so I don't censor myself, even though I know the repercussions, and I still have the repercussions, and I still haven't learned the lessons that I think <laughs> I should or could have learned. Do you know what I mean? But that's what makes you a great housewife, right? I, I, I you know what? It's true. I uh, hate to say it's it, a but blessing and a curse. Exactly. My mouth is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> right. And I say that to Alex and Doug. It really is. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. But that's what I think the viewers respond to with you. Like if I had to pinpoint one thing, I think it's that you aren't afraid. You know, I mean, you took on Kim Richards. I think it was your first season. And it's like you were saying what we were all thinking, which is like, is nobody acknowledging this is fucked up and nobody's talking about it? And you were saying it, and it was like you could even see, you know, Kyle's already wants to run away from that. But even everybody else is like, oh, you're not supposed to really go there. And you're like, oh, it's right in front of me. How are we not talking about it? So I think that's like, that was really brave. Well, you know, and that's who I am. So, you know, you you take it on the chin a lot when, when you're like that. And I take it on the chin a lot because that's just who I am. And that's just who I'm always going to be. And, you know, sometimes I'm going to get in trouble for it because— 
people don't like it when you tell the truth. No. Or or ask questions about the truth or what's not true. Well, if you're living in denial, I would imagine you wouldn't want questions asked about the truth. Well, no, but (laughs) if you're going to be doing certain things, then don't be on a reality show. Like, here's the thing. If you want to keep your life secret, then the last thing you should do is be on a reality show. If you go, oh, my God, I can't believe you're talking about that. Well, then you shouldn't be on a reality show because... If something's there, it'll get uncovered. If something's going on, they're going to shine a light on it, and it's just going to be bigger. A hundred percent. So if we look at your evolution, so like the first season, I guess you and Kim, that was like sort of the conflict, right? I mean, she was that the wine throwing? Was that the well, first, first season? First Brandy threw the wine in Eileen's face. Right. But that was, that was lo- two seasons ago? That was first oh, season. Oh, God, that was a lot of wine throwing there. Yeah, that was right. first season. <laughs> right. Oh, and then you threw it at Kim. Yeah. For, for us, what Harry did. We still yeah. don't know what Harry did, which was oh, nothing. nothing. Exactly. So there's yeah. the big reveal, everybody. So that was it. Harry did nothing. Yeah. Um, and so then, and then last season was all about Joe Launder, as I like to call her. Because <laughs> doesn't Lisa call her Joe Launder? Oh, Vanderpump. God. And I remember the yeah. scene on the beach so clearly Ugh. with your trust issues going through the roof. And I felt like you were having a gaslighting moment where you're like, why it, something's going on and no one else is seeing it. So can you talk about that? Well, again, I just think that there's so much that goes on. These women get quite powerful in their own minds and in their own. I don't know what it is, but people get afraid of them. People get afraid to say certain things to certain people on the show. Right. And I think especially Vanderpump, especially Vanderpump. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's scared of Vanderpump. Right. But you're not. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I, I'm really not scared of anybody. Right. To be honest right. with you. Um, but she doesn't like that because she can't control you. Well, no, but she could in the beginning. You right. know, she kind of, as Kyle said the other night, <laughs> which, you know, Kyle got in trouble for saying that she um, that I'm easily manipulated by Vanderpump. Right. Like got in trouble from Vanderpump. Like Vanderpump's mad. Oh, my God. For real. Like, they're having, like, she's really mad about it. Like, off camera. Yeah. It's not going well. Yeah. So, oh, right, because last season, you basically blamed her for kind of egging you on with the Yolanda stuff. and then- No, I never blamed her for egging me on. I called her out. For clearly, what really happened. For saying, why didn't I bring Kyle into it? Because why would I bring Kyle into it? That right. was fishy to me, and that will always be fishy right, to me. I don't care nice. how she <laughs> gaslights it, how yeah. she turns it around. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the Munchausen. I own that. I yeah. said that myself. Right, right. Nothing to do with that. What it had to do with is, why did she want her dear friend Kyle to be taken down? Why? Yeah. That's the real question. That's but all. Doesn't it get you frustrated as a human being? Because I know for myself, like, I'm very into justice. And, yeah, like, I, I hate injustice. Right, right, That's like, why I get so worked up on the show. Exactly. But doesn't it make you mental that, like, she still won't, as you say, own it? Vanderpump, like, well, that would it make did. me crazy. It did, but you know what? I don't care anymore. Right? I don't because how do you give that out? How do you just let it go? Um, but you just let it go. <laughs> you just move on because life's too short. You right. know, it's stupid. Um, it's stupid. My dad died this year, I and know, I just I'm so sorry. Well, you know, it just changes you. Yeah, and it was like this put is stuff in perspective. Puts it in perspective, and you just go, "This is so stupid. I don't want to fight with this woman. Who cares? Let her have her whatever she needs. You right. know, I'm moving on. Right? Life is too." Short that there's nothing's going to change there. Right, we've beat right. we've beaten the dead horse. <laughs> right. So what else is there to do? Let's move on and have a good time. That's my philosophy. Interesting. I wonder is she going to pivot with you? And well, you're going to have to watch. <laughs> exactly. You're going to have to I see how that wait. plays out. For me, it's over and yeah, done. You and can I have, move on. I've moved on. Yeah, for sure. 
I can tell you that 100%. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And um, Dorit, the new one with mm. the Madonna accent. <laughs> oh, my God. I love a fake accent. Oh, my God. It's so good, isn't it? It's just so bizarre. Like, I just don't understand talking not your real voice. It's so good. I love it. I mean, Dorit. Did you know her before? No, I, I met her on the show. Oh, really? Never had met her, never had heard of her. You know, I pretty much know everybody. Right, because they're new to town, I guess, right? New to town. So I had never heard of either one of them. And uh, thank God, great, great addition. Yeah? Can, oh, yeah? can you give us like a little something? Oh, God, there's just so much that goes on. So she, is she a shit stirrer, as we say? Well, I'm not the shit stirrer this year. I can tell <laughs> you that. Yay! <laughs> Lisa gets a pass. I pass that baton on this season. I'm definitely not that, thank okay, God. Okay, good. So that means she is. Um, and how does she and Erica Jane? I feel like there's going to be, right? Is that my, like, intuiting fireworks there? You're intuitive. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to give you. Yeah. I'll they're, like, you. a little bit cut from the same cloth in some ways. I'm not going like. to say much, but I'm oh just going to say that you have to watch the show that um, it's— Really good. There's some good stuff. And what's your relationship with Erica? Is it good? Yeah. Okay. It is good. You know, I've gotten to know her. We get to know each other better than, you know, it's our second season with her and and we get to know each other better and you'll see it play out. And uh, she's a good girl. I like her a lot. And why do you think people hate Kyle so much? Well, she, I don't know that they do, do they? they? The view, there why? is a lot of, I don't know. I was listening to Andy Cohen talk about it. Who was he talking to? Was it on his radio show? She seems like she's so loved to me. And, he's, and he said that he's baffled by the Kyle hate. And I think that um, she's way more likable now. I think at the beginning with the Kim stuff, maybe it didn't shine as good a light on her. Just because I don't of their, know. So, it was so messy. But I think she's evolved as a housewife because now, you know— I, I don't know that there—but I know there's a lot of people that think she's very, like, not authentic. I didn't know that, but to be you, honest but with you. But you like her. I like Kyle a lot. Yeah. I do. And we get into it, you know, yeah. over her sister quite a bit. Yeah. But, you know, she always is very forgiving. She doesn't hold a right, grudge. Right, And I yeah. like that. Totally. About somebody. Like, I can talk to her head on. She talks right to me head on. And we work it through and we move on. Yeah. You know? And I— I like that in somebody. Yeah. I like Kyle. Well, it's real. I think she's great. Yeah. She doesn't hold a grudge. That's good. And do you speak to Kim anymore? Well, you'll have to see. Okay. So um, she is introduced. They always drop her in. You know, right. they plop her in. <laughs> They'll just, like, surprise me and like a bomb. plop her down right in front of me within a two-minute moment. I look up and there's Kim Richards. So I, I have to, like, deal with her. Right. And you'll see how that plays out. And Camille is... Camille's in it a lot this yeah. year. And, and did you know Camille? We probably rubbed shoulders yeah. with Camille before. We went to preschool together. We had you our kids did? at the same preschool. Oh, that's yeah. So, funny. so I've known of Camille for, gosh, the preschool was 12, 14 years ago. Yeah. I think that's why you fit. I mean, do you think that's why you fit in so easily? Like you were seamless in terms of coming well, into the Well, I knew everybody. Cast. Right. It was I organic. Think, I think that's the key yeah. to making a successful transition as a housewife you have to know someone yeah you cannot come in Cold. without really knowing somebody or being connected in this world some way right. otherwise it just doesn't it's not organic it's not authentic speaking of which you and eileen have a real friendship we like, really it's do really apparent that's yeah like your girlfriends totally yeah i trust her i love her <laughs> i love her we've been friends for 28 years it's a long time and you both are like strangely defying the laws of aging. I'm not even kidding. Like, when they flash back to pictures of you guys, I'm like, they look better now. Like, how is this even possible? I know, right? What is the secret? I don't know. <laughs> maintenance. A lot of maintenance. Lots of maintenance. No, Eileen looks great, doesn't she? Oh, my she? God. Like, better than ever. I know. It's insane. I know. 
But oh there's good stuff you can do out there these days, you know? There's right. Lots of lasers. Right. And- well, you're in the right town. For the best, for the best of the best. Oh, my God. All right, so let's go back. So you, you're from Oregon. Mm -hmm. You, when, did you move to L.A. when you were in your early 20s? 20, let's say it was in 87. Okay. So I was 20, how old was I in 87? (laughs) Early 20s. We can do the math. So you, did you always want to be an actress? Yeah, I did. And what was the aspiration? Was I want to be in a soap opera? I want to, like, it was... I wanted to be a superstar. I just wanted right. to be a big star. Yeah. In my house, that was kind of the pinnacle. Nobody wanted you to be a doctor or a lawyer. Oh, they, My family wanted, you know, to be accepted a lot. In my family, you were a celebrity. You'd become a celebrity. Seriously, my mom wanted to be an actress. So maybe I'm fulfilling her... She must be so thrilled. Oh, beyond. I mean, like, like, I can't even imagine. Loves it. And to be, and and we watched soaps, and we watched Days of Our Lives. So <laughs> oh to God. get on Days of Our Lives, to me, was like hitting the jackpot. It was like the coolest thing. Where in this town, soaps are looked down upon. So when I got on the soap, people were, were kind of like, right. oh, you got a soap opera. And I was like, so excited. Yeah, like, you got the best job in the world. And so I made it so great for myself because I thought it was great. Yeah. You know, and my mom was so proud. And I was working with Bo. And, I mean, it was, like, dreamlike. It was so cool. And was that your first, like, how long did you have to pound the pavement before you got your first break? I was here. Let's see. I did a lot of Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that about me. I did, like, thir- 13 Taco Bell. Did you really? 13. Did it pay well? Well, it paid enough for me to live. Yeah. You know, I did a lot of commercials. I probably did 50 commercials. Okay. So you were getting work. So I was getting work as a commercial actress. Right. And then um, it probably took me about three years, was, which is not very long. Right. I mean, I guess in the typical story, Hollywood story way. One, two years. It's not too bad. No, it's not yeah. at all. So you get that. You're thrilled. And then how long are you doing soaps before you go to? Three years. Okay. So I do soaps for three years. Then I do a movie of the week. And um, then I get Melrose. Then I then I do a pilot. I do a movie of the week. Then I do a pilot with Hillary Swank. Was in the pilot. Really? Yes. About Did you know she was the morgue. No. Well, at twenty, she was twenty one years old. Wow, she was a baby. And we did a pilot about the morgue called Exit Elves. <laughs> About dead people. Yeah. What a weird name. People exiting the world. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so that didn't go. It did, actually. This is a, oh. this is an interesting story. Get it out. did actually go. And at the time, I got Melrose. And they the pilot had an option on me. Uh-huh. And Aaron Spelling wanted me for this role on Melrose. So right. he got CIA to get me out of the pilot. And they hired um, Melania. What's her name? Um Curly Greek actress that was on um, SVU New York. Yeah, for I know years. What you're talking about. They hired her. Okay, got me out so I could do Melrose. So it was like a whole back scene Hollywood thing that went. But on. you didn't even know it was happening. No, I did know it was you happening. You did know, and then you wanted Melrose. Oh yeah. I mean, what? It, why wouldn't you? Hello. I was watching it. Right, I, was I was just like, going to say, were you a like, big fan? Do you want a show about a morgue, <laughs> right. or do you want to do Melrose Place? Right. Do you want kale or ice cream? Yeah. Wow. Ice cream. So that's why I was excited to do that. I can't. So what was Mel- like, What was the whole experience like? Um, mind-blowing because I'd watched the show for five years, and then I'm on it. My- awesome. I learned a lot. Heather Locklear was so so professional. I've heard the best things about her. She is just— it's ironic because she played the biggest bitch, and she's like yeah, a sweetheart, she's right? the greatest girl, sweetheart, but super professional. Really? So I really learned a lot. So you, like, lot. modeled yourself after her. Well, I did. I learned a lot from her because mm-hmm. she was just always on time, always happy, Always nice to the crew. Wow. Never a negative drama, you know, diva moment yeah. ever. Yeah. Ever. 
Who was sleeping together at Melrose Place? Let's get to it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. I hope it was Grant Show and somebody. I, gr- I hope it was Grant Show and somebody, too. Yeah. And um, he's also lovely. I worked with him for a minute and a half on God, something. he's cute. So cute. Um, I think, you know, at one point, Laura and um, Doug, because right. they got married. Right, right, right. Of but course. But I never really saw anybody or right. knew about it. Um, oh, Okay. <laughs> no good no good gossip I'm sure there. they were. Do you keep in touch with anyone? Yeah, I see like Kelly Rutherford a lot. Yeah. From time to time. Yeah. I've run into my uh Thomas Calabro, who I love. Did he like is he still acting? I don't know what he's doing, but I saw him recently on a talk show. He was so popping funny. up. I mean everybody pops up somewhere. God, that show is incredible. It That's, was a great, great show. Yeah. Every, and then so then what was after Melrose? I got married, and then I had Delilah Bell, and then I did um, a Lifetime movie, Another Woman's Husband. And that was was that with Harry? No, that was the one with Gail O'Grady, and then I did okay. one with Harry, okay. Sex, Lies, and Obsession. Right. And then— um, And did you guys lobby to be in it together? Like, how does that work? No. I think it was—they offered it to us both. I okay. think it was just one of those things. And, and what we, was it like working together? I love working with Harry. Yeah. Oh, it's the greatest one I get to work with Aww. him. I love that's why we ended up doing Harry Loves Lisa because right. we wanted to work together and we'd had an idea to do more of an I Love Lucy. It kind of had that tone of, a little bit. Not really. It it, <laughs> it, no it turned out to be totally different than what we really wanted to do, but you know, it was fine and we got to work with the kids and it was a great Was he reluctant moment. to do it? He wasn't reluctant really to do it at the time because of the concept we had was we liked the concept, but then it right. kind of morphed. Yeah. So then he didn't really love what it morphed into but yeah. you know that's life you but just get well, on with that's it that's TV unfortunately that's, especially reality TV most of the just, time you start with one vision and you end with yeah. another which is a shame because probably that version would have been oh it would have been way better we had so much drama and so much stuff going on in our life yeah. that they didn't want to show they wanted the story uh, they wanted to like create, really? yes that's usually here the opposite of that we had the store we had drama going on at the store right. like crazy Sherman Oaks right? yeah right near me. we had all these you know People that we had employed that were all over the place and great. We had our own like Vanderpump rules well, going on. Say, right. They didn't want to see any of it. That's just so strange. It was so strange. It was a weird experience because they wanted to see some other thing and what they had right under their nose was everything. That must have been frustrating. It was. So we only did eight of those and we right. were out. You were out. Yeah. And what, did the kids remember doing it? Because they were young, right? They do remember it actually because they had a great experience and they loved the crew being around. And, you know, they, yeah. they love that vibe. They've grown up in it. You know, yeah. like I was doing Soap Talk. Right. Right. Um, which oh, yes. came after that. One of uh, one of my friends, um, I, I told them that on Facebook that I was interviewing if people had any questions. And Terrell from Connecticut said... Uh, he just reminded me of that because he said she's so I've been a big fan of hers since Days of Our Lives. Then she left to do Melrose and then she hosted Soap Talk. I was all in. She's everything. Oh, please tell her I say hi. And then she's loved by a tall black gay guy from Connecticut. I love that. I thank you, Tyrell. Tyrell. Thank you, Tyrell. Yes. Sorry, I had to divert when you said I Soap like Talk. It, it sparked my Tyrell So Soap comment. Talk was four years. Was that fun? Really fun. Yeah. I loved it. You know, we got nominated for four Emmys. Wow, really? That's yeah. amazing. Four, four Emmys for show and four Emmys for hosts, which was awesome. That's and so that was a fun time because we were on this cable network that was in Siberia, you know, <laughs> right. and we could do anything we wanted. Right. So That's it was best. a blast. Yeah. And then when did cele- did you do Celebrity Apprentice before Dancing with the Stars? After. So Dancing with the Stars was after um, Soap Talk. And then Celebrity Apprentice came somewhere and then we have to talk for a second about Trump. Yeah. What was it like? Well, doing the show, you know, he was Trump and he came in and he 
Was it Trump or was it a a TV persona? Like, what was your impression of how he was? Well, I never knew him in person without a TV persona, so I can't can't answer that question. He was the TV persona that that I saw, and he was only kind and and very nice to me, I have to say. And on time, knew his lines. Right. I mean, professional. Right. Never late. I mean, a lot of people are not that on it. Right. So that's what I can tell you. Okay. That's all I've got. Did like, it surprise you when he ran later? Yes. <laughs> it is a surreal moment in our history right now. Yeah. I call it a nightmare, but that's fine. Well, yeah, I. <laughs> it is really, I mean, I can't, I still look out right now and just go, this can't be happening. I mean, it's just. I, I, I literally, you know, you do like the seven stages. I'm still not out of denial. Yeah. I'm really not because I feel yeah. like once I'm out of denial, I won't be able to deal at all. I don't know what's going to happen. I I mean, I hope it's going to be positive in some way, but uh, I could never imagine. It's like anything can happen. Anything's possible. Anything Anything. is literally possible. Literally. I know. Like I could run for president. (laughs) Oh, you, and you'd be be so much better. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like you, I would love for you to be. I said, like, I never thought I'd be wishing for these people that I couldn't stand to now be president, just anyone but, you know, that's. You just couldn't have written this that's going on right now you you couldn't you couldn't write literally we're in our biggest reality moment of ever really are it's insane so um so then let's talk about the clothing line when did qvc happen because that's a huge part of your life and your business thank god Um, and it's a it's a wonderful line it is thank you i i love it i mean it's my passion it came out of the death of our stores Right, you know. So you always loved fashion, and I always love clothes. Apparel, I love apparel. I love, I love clothes, and okay. so I just love shopping and love. And, and how long did you have the store for? Ten years. Oh wow, which is a long time in retail. It is. And then, uh, right in the middle of that, the recession hit in two thousand eight, and we just couldn't recover from it. You know, we didn't have any backers or yeah, what it was just myself and Harry, and so. Right at the very end of Belgrade, as we were liquidating, basically, right before, um, in a perfect storm, I met with a manufacturer. I met with QVC. They all came to the store. They saw the vision. You know, Harry built the stores, so it had a so cool. really specific cozy, comfy California chic vibe yeah, to it. Yeah. And they got to see the store, and they got to see my editing of the clothes and how I bought, and they liked it. And so it took about a year to do the deal, and then the first time I went on— on air was here at the Four Seasons because they used to come out here for Oscar week. Oh, really? And do a show like around the Oscars and Joan Rivers would be on and, you know, they'd fly out all their fabulous, you know, top people. And so they had me on with the Kardashians at the time, Kris Jenner, Nicole Richie. We were all on QVC. The same, we were all on at the same time. And so I went out and I did really well my first time out. I sold like, I don't know, $22,000 a minute. Which is a lot. Oh my god! It's like huge. Did you think like? Did you think you were going to do that? Well? No, I had no idea. Right. No but, expectations. And they had no idea. And they were all like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god!" Right. So it started out really well, and then it's just continued. And five years later, we're now in the UK. We just launched QVC France a month ago and had the biggest launch ever in QVC France history. It's still new, but Congratulations. it's just been really, really exciting. And now it's become this really big business. It's huge. Like, does it take up most of your life in um, terms of, you know, your business yeah, life? Yeah, it does. I wow. mean, it's become... How many employees do you have working with Well, you, you know, there's a whole, I mean, it's my whole, it's a whole operation. Right. If, 
I couldn't even count. I don't even know. But you're super involved in picking. I am super yeah, involved. Everything. I mean, you know, I am working with QVC, and QVC is also very involved, and they know their customer. Mm-hmm. So it's like a marriage of what they what they know their customer wants and what my, you know, cozy, comfy California chic vibe is. Right. And so we kind of come together. Yeah, I know exactly what you, you mean. You know what I mean? Do you have to still schlep to the middle of Pennsylvania to do all the I, <laughs> I do go to Pennsylvania. I will be there. going on Friday. <laughs> yeah. I go, it's actually an amazing plate it's building. It's beautiful. It's, I wanted to do a show there. We were far down in conversations, like a behind the scenes. It's beautiful but, there. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the most amazing places I've ever been to. It's amazing. Yeah. And I love it there. I love going there. Yeah. I love, I go once a month at least. Do you really? Yeah, I go once a month. Wow. Um, and, and do you meet the other people, like the presenter? Like, oh, yeah. You know? You're yeah. in one room together. Right, Like, you're right. in the hallway. <laughs> That's so funny. You're in this little area. It's yeah. like a little lobby, and there's Isaac Mizrahi so and funny. Lori Goldstein and Dennis Basso and Bob Mackey. I love it. And Joan Rivers used to be oh, there. God. And it was— God bless her. It's just it's a really like a fun family. family atmosphere. Chaz Dean. And I have lots of friends there now. Jill Martin is there from— the Today Show. Right. And, oh, that's crazy. You know, we're all working. Brad Gorski's there. He's the best. He's the best. So yeah. I run into everybody. It's so funny. I walked in last time and Brad was like asleep in the chair. You know, I mean, you just sleep anywhere and right. you just do it. And it, we're there at all hours of the night and day. It's a really interesting gig. So where do you see it going with QVC? Like, what's, is there a goal? Like, what's the, what's the, what's the goal? Uh, just Worldwide an, domination. Yeah. Um, <laughs> an annuity for my family, you yeah. know, for the next however long. I mean, you can really do it. I just want to grow the business more and more and more so that, you know, Harry and I can buy a jet and fly around the world. How about that? That sounds pretty great. Yeah. That sounds pretty great. And does he have any side businesses too? He does. He has an energy company called Trialpha Energy. Yeah. He's had it for about 30 years. He just did a TED Talk on Saturday about futurism. Fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's trying to find a new way um, for alternative energy. And it was on. They were on the cover of Time Magazine about three months ago, four or five months, five months ago maybe about fusion energy. And so, so he must be thrilled with the uh, Trump denier uh, climate change. Yeah, sorry, I keep bringing it back there. Yeah, <laughs> let's that, just keep depressing ourselves. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, sooner or later, yeah. that will all work itself out because it'll have to. It, it will have to. Yeah. Um, okay. So I went. Um, as I said, I I posted on. Facebook, um, I'm interviewing Lisa Rinna. What are your questions? Oh, so great. we have some questions. Oh, I like questions. Okay. So this is from Aunt Karen, <laughs> as in my Aunt Karen. On the one Aunt hand, Aunt Karen? My like Aunt your Karen. aunt. My oh, aunt. I love that. <laughs> She's very involved in Houseworld. We we have a three way text going with Aunt Pam and Aunt Karen. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I'm, I we, love this. And they're both therapist types, so we analyze a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. I love this. I'd like to be in your group. Chat. We'll get you on the thread. They'll be thrilled. <laughs> On the one hand, it's a yes. little, this is a little bit of an interrogation here. On the one hand, Lisa seems to be very sensitive to the emotional needs of others. And at other times, she appears hot-headed, intrusive, and mean. <laughs> what accounts for this discrepancy? Are the producers pushing her to instigate trouble? I'm a human being. Human. You're human. I'm human. God, Karen. Karen, <laughs> I have both sides to me. And I love that you pointed out both of my sides. I am true and and caring. And a nice person. And on the other hand, I am hot-headed, and I have a gangster living inside of me. You're right. Thank you. By the way, side note, I think Karen's projecting, because Karen actually has those both sides to her personality. Okay, there you go. I mean, you can't be one or the other. I mean, come on. I'm just showing the real stuff. Most people just hide it. No, it's true. I just show it. You're right. Well, we sort of covered this. Alicia from Pennsylvania, what's your secret to looking youthful? 
What's your number one tip, beauty tip? The Lisa Rinna beauty tip. Sleep. Yes. Sleep. Yes. Really? Are you a good sleeper? Mm, I try to be. I make myself because I think sleep's everything. What's your average? Eight hours. I'm fascinated with sleep. I want eight hours. Okay, right. That's like your goal. My goal's eight hours. Yeah. And if you get six, are you functional? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll function. Like, what did I have today? I had had five. So I'm functional, but I won't be. You're not happy. I won't be very very happy in like two hours. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to get you the best of you before you go. (laughs) You are. Okay. Christy, Christy from San Diego. What would you tell your younger self going into your marriage with Harry? Oh. Hmm. Don't sweat the small stuff. I would tell my younger self that just in general, but don't sweat. About life. Yeah. Just yeah. don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Do you do yoga or meditation? I, pra- I practice yoga every day. I could tell. You're very serene. Oh, tell those housewives about that. <laughs> right. They think I'm a crazy fucking lunatic. <laughs> hey, you can be both, right? That's right. You can be. So are you very, like, can you do all the crazy poses and everything? I can do a lot of them. I can't do all of them. So hard. There's some that Kyle Richards can do some of those crazy poses. She's that got those splits. She just can do those. Well, she's naturally flexible. She really is. She can do it's that crazy. side thing where you oh, hold God, yourself up and you put your legs no. out. I cannot hold myself up like that. Oh, my God. So, no, I can't do all of them, but right. I do as many as I can. And by the way, Kyle's looking particularly hot this season. What What happened? I don't know. There's definitely like you tell me she's she looks in great. amazing shape. She's worked out really hard this year. Yeah, I know that's that what it is her body looks different because I see her on the trail all the time, and my <laughs> yeah. husband sees her on yeah. the trail. I've seen your husband on the trail. Well, my husband trails. He's on that trail. <laughs> I've seen him trailing. He's trailing. Um, Kyle works out like six days a week, and she's been very like she really she works out harder than I do. Okay, Blair from Memphis. How, how often do you get your lips done? Oh, I haven't gotten my lips <laughs> like ever, done. Right? I did since get my you lips did, done. No, but since you did it. Well, I did my lips. Or is there upkeep? No. I did them and then I had it taken out. But right. here's what happens. Right. You can't get all the silicone out. Right. So after time, the scar tissue grows back over the silicone. Oh, God. That's what my doctor told me. So I I have no control over the lips right. now People at are this obsessed point. with your lips. Well, yeah. I mean, right. I was the first one to do it. Right, right. I'm the pioneer. And admit it. I'm the first one to do it and admit it. You know, I was 24 wow, when I did my young. lips. So the the thing that changes is the scar tissue. Interesting. And I would have to have it taken out again. And to be honest, I don't want to go through that again. No. You can't get it all. It's gorgeous. You look, they I'm say it's like you. little pieces of sand that they would have to pick oh out. God. I'm living with these lips Yeah, now. and they're great. They're fine. I mean, they this look, is what everyone aspires to now. Well, so you are now they're all sad. shooting them up. Right. And getting famous but, for it. Well, I mean, what, which Jenner did it, like, when she was 17 or something? I mean, you don't approve of that, right, Lisa? Well, you know, I can't really—I don't really want to speak about <laughs> anyone else's child-rearing. I don't want to touch on that <laughs> at all because I have my own teenagers that will right. about challenge to you, challenge me so I understand right. what a parent would have to go right. through. Because there's there are times when you can't control Control and yeah. maybe they'll do it without you knowing yeah. kind of uh, thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so so I actually it. have um, empathy for that. Right. To be honest. Okay. No I'm judging. looking at it differently. No Mm-mm. judging. No judging. Empathy right. for these tattoos they're getting. How about these nipple oh. piercings that are going on? I can't. Um, Just the thought of it. I can't. All but right. yet it's, it's right happening. there. It's happening. And I'm like, oh, yeah. when I have to deal with that, no. I hope I better not. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, either one of you come in with a nipple piercing. I think your father will bring out the shotgun. I don't Can know. Can you imagine? Who's more the disciplinarian, you or Harry? Like, who's the tougher one? Well, it depends. I'm pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty tough. And so is he. Um, That's why they're good girls. I'm probably tougher. Yeah. 
He's yeah. a softie? Well, Someone they can get away right. with more with him. Yeah. And sometimes they, they can, you know what, here, it's, it's, um, it's almost equal. Okay. Sometimes he lets them get away with it. Sometimes I let them get away with it. But together, we are both very strict. Right. Well, that is actually another question because I've been here a year. I have a nine-year-old. And it's, you know, a different world here. And I'm... She's at public school in Encino. Ah. But it's like private school. Still. Because, you it's know. It's in the Encino. Fir- literally, home movie theaters, jets. I mean, I might as well send her to private school. Mm-hmm. So this, how do you keep, like, give us one thing, how you keep these kids grounded so they don't turn into spoiled oh, I make them work. Shits. <laughs> There's, they, they do turn into those, you know, spoiled right. assholes. Like, <laughs> right. But you but remind working. them. That's good. You I remind like that. them that they can't be. Right. And um, I make them work. I make them good. get jobs. Right. And I put the fear of God into them, and we're really strict. Right. We are. We're really strict. Which is good. And do you have like-minded friends? with like? Because I think it's really hard for me personally. It's hard for me to be friends with people who raise their kids so differently. Yeah. Because it's, again, no judging, but it's if you disagree so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you try to How do you find those like-minded people? Because especially in Hollywood, in your world— it's hard to find those people that aren't just letting their kids go crazy. Well, I mean, I don't think I would be friends with someone who is just letting their kids go crazy. <laughs> right. You know, I just don't think I would be. Right. So it just, you get, yeah. you gravitate towards. Kyle seems like a good mom. Kyle's speaking a great of mom. Yeah. Her girls are great. Yeah, very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. Really good mom. Yeah. You know, really good. Yeah, uh, everybody on our show is a mom. Right, right. You know, everybody's married. Yeah, it's true. Pretty much, and everybody's a mom, so. By the way, the everybody married thing is like, you're the only franchise. Every other That's franchise, what I mean. they're all divorced. We're all married on this show. I never thought of it that way. That's crazy. All married, and we all have kids. So we all have a lot in common. Yeah. You know, all at different right, stages. Right, 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 That's true. Because you've got Vanderpump, who's got her kids grown. Yeah. And now you've got Dorit, who's got babies. Right. I know. They're so young. You, babies. Yeah. So it's a really interesting. A and then we have them all in between. Yeah. What's the biggest surprise of the season? Like, though, obviously, I know you can't give any details, but like, if you had to give a good tease for people to watch, like, what's the one thing, like, look out for... I know you can't give spoilers. I don't. Is there any well, you don't want to give too sure. much. Right. But there's something that happens. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that you will never, ever believe gets made into a big deal. Okay. Tempest in a teapot. Wow. All right. That is beyond. <gasps> like beyond. Oh, my God. You just made me shudder. Yeah. Shudder. Has that become the main storyline of the season? I think so. Wow. I think so. Oh, yeah. And you would never see it coming. I love it. Do you dread the reunions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation there. Because you know it's just going to be a shit show? Or- yes. Right, okay. It's a 12-hour shit show. Right. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, there's good sides to it. You get to air your grievances. Yeah. Say what right. you never got to right. say, which is impossible right. for me because I've already said it you all. You said it, but then there's this period of time. That's like you said that different different operations going on, this filming, the post. But then there's the social media And the blogs. And the blog, right. You thought everything was fine, and then someone's shit-talking you on their blog. And then, so, like, how do you even— They're evil geniuses how they create this show. They're evil geniuses. There's so much shit that comes in (laughs) Right. And you get—it's interesting about you because you're very savvy. That's why I wasn't sure when you signed up if you would be a good housewife because, to me, you seemed too savvy— but that's what's great about you is you still have your blind spots. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we still get you. So it's like uh, you said, evil geniuses, you are 
you are recognizing what's happening, but yet you're still falling into it because they're so genius. You can't help it. Right. They're evil geniuses. <laughs> a fastball will come zooming at the back of your head, and I don't care how savvy you are. You can't catch a fastball if you can't see it. Right. So when you are going to these reunions, you have in your head, like, all the things you're going to say, all, and then does it all fall apart when you're in the moment? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you have <laughs> ideas and you have to keep notes and you right. have to keep right. track like and when, when you're watching the show. Right. Didn't you, you pull out the text of ones or was somebody pulled out text with uh, you? I texted. Right. So Kim right. pulled out trouble the text. And, you know, you learn a lot in your first season. Right, exactly. Don't There's text. a really high, big learning <laughs> right. curve. You're like, oops, no texting. <laughs> right. Um, and then last season, I pulled out the phone records. <laughs> right. Oh, that was beautiful. Evidence, as someone who loves true crime, evidence is everything. Is everything. Yeah. And those it's moments, key. those are great moments. Yeah. But you come in, you know, with as much information and as clear as you can be. Right. And then you go that, and they go for about five hours, and they just wear you down. <laughs> the first five hours is all flowery and happy. Right, and let's show the funny moments. It's all good, yeah. and then you go have lunch, and then you know it's coming. You're like, oh shit, time time for the shit show. And then you sit down, and then for the next four hours, it's just a full on shit show from beginning to end. It's so funny. I'm reading Andy Cohen's book. And uh, yes, did you read it? Or I'm you reading it? it. Yeah, it's so fun. It's really, but you know, a lot of it is like this housewife called me, and this housewife's pissed off about this. Yeah. Are you? What's your Andy interface? Uh, you know, like, are you a texter with Andy? You leave uh, him alone. I would think Andy would say to you, "I'm his favorite because I never mm-hmm. ever contact him." And I think Doug and Alex would say the same. Yeah. I barely ever. You know, I'm an actor, so I don't. Yeah. I don't believe in. I come at it a different way. And so does Eileen. Let them do their job. Like they do their job. Yeah. And if I have an issue about something, I'll call my producer who I deal with directly, Chris Cullen. Yeah. I would never think to text Andy Cohen about some silly bullshit issue that was going on that that means a lot to these women. (laughs) Like they just feel like that's what they do. Right. So, you know, I'm giving them whatever they need to do, but. I you never. never. I mean, I send him happy birthday right. wishes or you right. know, congrats on the book. You're but appropriate. I would never complain. Right. <laughs> I don't ever complain in the beginning to yeah. anyone anyway because I'm a professional. Yeah. I go in and I do my job and I there's nothing to complain about. That's the way I yeah. look at it. I'm lucky and I'm blessed to have this job. Why the hell would I complain? And what do you see as your job description on this show? I'm so curious. I'm there to be my authentic self. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's it. And whatever happens, happens. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Say you're sorry when you are sorry and tell the truth. That's all that there is for me to do. Nothing else. I never go in with any preconceived ideas, notions. I go in and I'm just my authentic self and I just react off of what I get. You know, you mentioned Eileen is the same in terms of professionalism because you guys have both been working for so long yeah. and get it. Um, but she seemed totally shell shocked first season by the whole thing. She was like, "What the hell?" Did she I was. Get did she, she totally not watch was. The show. What happened? She just, you know, she'd never done reality. <laughs> right. You know, she's a soap actress. She's yeah. been on that soap for years. She was shell shocked by it. She was used to a script. <laughs> totally. You show up. You stand on your. I mean, she was just like, "What right. is going on <laughs> right. with all of these bitches? Like, what is go?" I mean, she really. If she would tell you, right. completely shell shocked. And she started to get savvy, and yeah. she started to get it. Yeah. And then she started to open up, and then we got to see this beautiful arc of who Eileen is, and you still get to see it. And I think it's just she's great on the show. Yeah, I agree. I I know. I I don't know whether to call her like the voice of reason. But oh, she's I think the moral compass. Season, last season, she was the moral compass. Oh, for she's sure. the moral compass. Yeah. 
Because and her testimonials are hilarious too. Like she's 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 smart. Cookie. She's a smart cookie. Yeah. She her I love her tagline. I when speak no evil, but I see and hear everything, <laughs> which is so true. Yeah. She, she takes it all in. She takes it all and in. Yeah, and what and your is tell us your tagline. I have it written down. Um, my advice. My advice to you: Don't hustle the hustler. <laughs> now the taglines. Is that a whole thing? Yeah. And then you wrote that, but it's not always a tag. I didn't write that necessarily. Okay. Like, we come up with different Got ideas it. and pass them. I think right. it was a, a conglomeration. Do you record several different ones? You do. And then the best one wins. Yeah. And I don't even get to pick it. Wow. Like, I think I did four. Okay. I will only do ones I like. Yeah. Like, they'll send me 20 and I yeah. do four. Yeah. And... Um, I liked that one. Yeah, that's that feels you. It feels good this year to yeah. have that. And then everyone always wants to know about the composite, the picture at the end with you guys all holding. What, oh, what right. are you holding in Beverly Hills? A diamond. diamond. Yeah. So there's a whole pecking order. It's a whole thing, you know. right? Yeah. So like, who gets the middle? And but you guys, it's so silly. But you guys don't know when you're filming it who's going to go where, right? Well, you know, we kind of know, right? You know, you're not the center because I'm know, never going to be the bin. center. It's either going to be Kyle or Lisa, <laughs> right. and this year it's both. Okay. Right? Yeah. They had to put them both, which I think is hilarious. Hilarious. And sometimes they trade off. One year it's Kyle. One year it's Lisa. Hilarious. So this year it's Lisa and Kyle. Then you've got. Me and Erica, then you've got Dorit and Eileen. But that's a whole pecking order, and everybody looks at that stuff. Yeah. And where am I in the picture? Do they try to put it in their contracts? I don't know. I bet you. I don't have it in mine. Right. Um, Yeah, you have a really good ability to let that shit not get to you. You know, that shit is so trivial to me. I could care fucking less. If you can spell my name right, if you're still talking about me, (laughs) then I'm good. How many seasons do you have left in you? I don't know. (laughs) I say I'm leaving every season. (laughs) I thought you actually were. Did you say it on Watch What Happens Live? I feel like I actually thought you were going to leave at the end no, of the season. No, I've never been. But did you say it in the reunion? I thought there was a moment really? where you were like, no. I'm done. Maybe uh, I was Well, just- I was done. I felt, you know, by the end of it, everybody quit. Eileen quit at least 10 times. <laughs> right. For real. She was done. We wanted her tagline to be this season. Yes. I'm still on this show. <laughs> That's what her tagline should have been because she had quit 10 times. That would have been hilarious. She truly it's quit. like the mafia. The kids yeah. Back. Yes. I'm still on this show. Um, everybody <laughs> wants to quit after every season. It's because, like childbirth, though, right? The more time that goes by, you forget how awful it is. And then you have amnesia. Right. <laughs> and then you, the money comes and they try to negotiate and you're like, okay. All right. Why not? I have no idea. I really don't have any idea. And who knows? Maybe they'll kick me off next year. You right. know, they may say, you're done. Right. So I think, you know, the universe will tell me. Yeah, but you're not stressed about it. I'm not stressed about anything, really. When it comes to this, yeah. no. I mean, it, I am in the midst of it, right. obviously, but right. no, I'm not. Like, if I'm supposed to do it, I'll do it. If I'm not supposed to do it, fine. I'll survive. I'll keep going. You're a survivor. You know I will. You're amazing. Well, everyone has to, if you're not already watching, you must tune in every Tuesday night to The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. It's going to be an amazing season. 9 p.m. It's different from last season. It's good. It's a lot of What's um, the fun. difference? More fun? Fun. Oh, good. Downer last season. Yeah. Dark. Well, too much Munchausen. Downer, dark. Dark and downer. Okay, good. We're ready for fun. It's fun. Good. Fun. A okay. lot of laughing. A so lot of fun. Excited. Oh, my God. We're so excited. Thank you so much for being God, here. My pleasure. It went by so fast. It, it, it always They does. said you were going to be great. They said, oh, you Aww. love her. Aww. She's so great. Go do it. And I said, okay. Yay. I'm so happy you did. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Oh, thank you. So. Now I'm going to go crash, you know. Yeah, exactly. 